Hi, you're listening to Oh Hey Heather, Tell Me a Story. Real stories, real experiences, by real people. I hope you enjoy. So I love the fact that I can have debates with my daughter because, I mean, let's face it, guys, we have unfortunately, for whatever reason, come to this place where you have to choose a side right now. And I think that's very unfair and unfortunate. And I think we're better than that. We are better than that. I mean, I just got back from Gatlinburg and spent a week with better than that. I mean, I don't know what side anybody was on and I didn't care. Everyone was kind. Everyone was in a good mood, going along with it. Um, very, very diverse. It was wonderful. Um, maybe 1% of the people had a mask on. And even of them, they probably were not doing it accurately, according to what they say it's for. And, I mean, it was just people everywhere, packed. Everyone was like, we stepped on back into the other side of the mirror and, you know, were a part of the simulation, I guess, and just, it was like, I kept saying it's like a time machine of 2019. Everyone is just cool, and we had so much fun. There wasn't any of the outside world going on. Like, to know what's happening in these other places right now with these, like, all these different things happening, you would have never felt it, guessed it, or wondered about it while we were there, and it was like the best exhale in the world. And sadly, though, when you come home, you got to pick one. And my daughter and I actually disagree. However, we have the coolest conversations about it. And I feel like we've both helped each other see the other person's side, whether we agree or disagree. We understand what what each of us are coming from is coming from a good place in our hearts for what we believe we're passionate about. And it's by what we've consumed and been told by whichever side we're listening to. However, if I have to pick, I am picking the one I voted for all the way every day because I choose America. And she's sad that she doesn't want to choose anyone. And, um, I think that's probably a lot of people, the majority of people that are just being forced to be like, fine, if I have to pick, I'll pick this one. That's like a, there's like a big gap of that. So if we could just have people have open conversations and realize like that we need to research and investigate before we believe, because we know there's a lot of issues of trust right now and we don't necessarily trust what we're being told in the storyteller's words. You know, I've, I've wrote about that a long time. Your story is the way you tell it. So you can spin something however you want to spin it to get the outcome that you want. And sadly, the media is like owned by six people in the world and they have more money and they're all up there beyond what we ever understood and every politician's in somebody's pocket. So it just goes and goes and goes. I don't know. Um, and now we got this guy and I mean, 
He's a CEO of a company. I mean, everybody complains about Steve Jobs, and I thought he was a hero. You know? There's a lot of flaws in people, and I'm, I'm again, I'm not justifying. I'm not justifying. I am saying prove it, do the research, and prove it. Okay? Dig in, because... As she mentions very heavily to Shay, she's heard some really nasty things that are like, you know, like Harvey Weinstein level with him. And I told her that I, I don't, I don't know, but I beg to differ. And that's when we get into the real good conversations and both of us leave. I mean... She really had me digging because I was like, I had never heard anything like that before. That was, that was the newest. I'd never heard anything like that ever. Um, and everything's inconclusive. Does that mean anything? No. But it also doesn't mean anything. Like, we have to admit, Hollywood, that uh, you knew Bill Cosby was dirty People joked about it. I knew R. Kelly was peeing on 15-year-old girls and calling it golden showers in like the 90s. And I was like, what a creep. But, I mean, I didn't not let him exist in a profitable world. I also had no idea that he was doing the things that he was doing at that level. I just knew he was a creeper. And I bet there was all kinds of young girls around tour buses that would do anything to get with him and lie or whatever. And Yeah. So, I'm guilty. I mean, I didn't, at the time, you know, turn him into the police or anything, but I also didn't know him. Like, but the fact that I knew, being some kid in Iowa, I'm just going to say, like, hmm, if you were producing and doing things with him and making money and profiting off of it, I mean, let me give the 90s a pass because maybe they were still like, mm, 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 I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Okay, uh, maybe. But by the 2000s and then like the 2012s and 14s and 16s, like I saw the documentary and it was beyond out of control. So, uh, I mean, again... I didn't work with him. I didn't hang out with him for hours upon hours of a time to know him, to meet all of his girls. Like, so I can't say, but I can say that why didn't we protest that? Why aren't we protesting that all these women claimed and told, maybe they didn't tell the police, but they told people that this was happening and this was affecting them with Harvey Weinstein or whatever, Stein and Bill Cosby and, and why as a society that they told especially the guys come on guys if I see any of you on that Me Too stage I'm telling you you're just doing it for your own personal gain to keep your base because that's it's just sick so 
So yeah, I mean, if these allegations are true, absolutely, there should be someone, and I hope there's no one being sequestered or whatever they say because they've been paid off or quieted or something like that. Because that's the only way he wouldn't have already been fried alive. I mean, they want him dead. And they tried to impeach him for more than six months. So for six months, our taxes paid all their salaries. They took a two-week break paid during Thanksgiving. They will never need Social Security. They will never have to be voted out of office. They can run until they die. I mean, remember the Johnson guy from West Virginia, you know, that Democrat that ran West Virginia for over 50 years, the one who retired from the KKK in 19 or no, when he was 43 years old, because, you know, he was, it was worried because he was starting to go toward his Senate career, like, and it could be frowned upon. Like that man tortured those people. Anyway, that's a whole nother episode. It's called our West or Mountaineers really free previous one but anyway I'm going to get off topic here what I'm saying is they had nothing but some phone calls and some accusations that turned out to not even have any accuracy to the documentation at all like he did nothing wrong and if any of you have any business acumen at all whether it be negotiating or upselling or make strategic deals or, you know, creating partnerships, leveraging different relationships, things like that. That's what CEOs do. So if he wants to like figure out how to have peace with all these people and have stuff that makes sense and isn't hurting anyone else and is a fair trade and a fair deal and then figure out at the end how it all shakes out. Like, are we good? Like almost like you go in and clean out a company. Like, that's usually what happens when somebody new at that level comes in. They're like, no, that's not going to work. That's, you know, anyway, we tied him up in these things over a call that may or may not have happened when we also know there is documented proof that the other side was doing the same thing, but he wasn't doing it. He was doing other things that actually were going to structure us as a company with the gas. But anyway, the point is, Why are we allowing this to happen? And if what is being said about him and all these things with a girl and abuse and all that and the racist stuff, if any of that is true, why would they choose a phone call with a Russian dude for the reason of an impeachment? Like, I don't, wouldn't you think that would have been enough? Like, we would have, he, yeah anyway there's no there's no merit to it I can't find anything even Snopes is confused Snopes is like yeah it's a mixed bag here guys I don't know because there's nothing like but did he own companies in these places yes he did own companies in these places he did not work there he was not reporting there it was one of his businesses again I'm not justifying I'm just saying look at the facts I mean if you have different franchises and they're being misrun, 
I'm hoping he would know about it and be able to fix it and be the kind of guy that would be like, that's wrong. That's stupid. Why would I want to do that? You know, it's diminishing returns. It's high risk. It's stupid. This is how it's going to be structured and it's going to make billions of dollars. Like, but then again, if you say you're Walmart and you find out a manager at one of your stores in Tulsa or something was a perv and doing stuff with cameras and stuff. Is that your fault? I don't know. So again, I, I'm just saying, think about all of that. I have no idea, but it's not present. It's not reportable and it's not proven. So there's missing holes in the whole story that make it could possibly be propaganda or not. I don't know, but I'm just saying. So that's where I push back on her that he is not the creeper like Jeffrey Epstein. Were they neighbors? Well, yes, they were neighbors, but he was there first and Think about it this way, which again, this is not in the media. I've not had anyone say this. I haven't read anything. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just trying to think with a business brain because that's what he has is a business brain. He's not a politician. He, I mean, if you're going to be mad that he did talk to his neighbor, I don't know if he knew or not. I don't know what he knew. I have no idea what he knew. But I'm sure hundreds of celebrities in Hollywood knew what Harvey Weinstein was doing to women. And if Donald was, they know because he was all over the place. He was all over the scene. So I can understand why politicians don't. I'm guessing the only reason why Donald Trump is still alive is because of all the crap he has on them because he was the neighbor who saw people coming and going from that place. I don't know. However, if you're going to think that Trump is a skanky, nasty, whatever, because of that association. Ask Oprah. Why wouldn't Oprah know? She hung out with the guy all the time. He was on his show. The, he, the, if you look up the times he was on her show in the 80s and you listen to him talk, you can swear. He was like, he's, he's going to be president. He's going to run for presidency one day. If he says, if, if this country goes south enough, if, if the deals we're doing, he knew back then that there was making bad deals that didn't make any sense for tax. And it was affecting him too. And then he found loopholes and he's like, well, hey, then let me fix it. So he's trying to fix it because he got bad enough. But anyway, just research it and look into it. It's awesome. And Oprah would know because Oprah has known him. So just ask her, hey, was he like a creep? Because I believe Oprah. I think that she is a very smart businesswoman. I think she has had an extraordinary life and she has an extraordinary story. And I think that because she is so authentic in her words and her beliefs, that is why so many people love her, including myself. I saw her speak live and I absolutely loved it. I hope she's not mad at me. I, I did audio tape it while, with my phone, like a voice memo, but I promise I will never resell it or send it or do anything bad with it or publish it. I just do it because I listen to it myself because it was so motivational to me that I have, okay, I, I have sent it to my daughter confession, but again, it's because I wanted to help her and I love her. And I promise you, I will never, ever, ever spew your stuff. You are wonderful. Everybody go hear her speak. So let ask her. I mean, she, I don't know who else could know. I mean, there's lots of people. He was on The Apprentice for how long? Like that lady, that stupid Kathy Griffin, who I always thought was obnoxious anyway, who was like cutting his head and hanging and saying, oh, this is expression. You shouldn't be mad at me. I'm a comedian. That's our president. Like, that's just not American. I mean, I would never, ever do that to Barack Obama. I would have never thought of something like that. That's just sick. That's not comedy. That's 
gross. I mean, if that's done in the name of comedy, I would not ever want to hear what you think is funny ever again. It's just disrespectful. But anyway, she was on the show. She made a ton of money on that show. Got all hung on him. and eh. What did he do? Did he do anything gross? I don't know. Ask her. Well, she'll probably lie anyway. She'll be like, he did this and this. I'll be like, whatever. You were just mad because you lost. We're not appealing at all. Maybe that was the problem. She was offended that if it were true, he didn't. I don't know. I'm just, that's conspiracy. That's wrong. It's unsupported data that I just made up on the fly to try and be funny. And it's not funny. I'm just poking. It's like, you know, when you're trying to figure out what, how to make sense of something, I'm just, I throw every kind of like angle. It's almost like a detective. Like I'm looking at this scene. I'm like, okay, well it could have been this way. It could have been that way. What if it was this way? And then you just kind of deduct and deduct and deduct. So I don't know. There's no basis to that, but you have to research everything. And I just, I can't stress that enough. Just research. Wikipedia is pretty darn amazing. But anyway, how can those things happen and then the people that are condemning right now for things are the same people that were allowing that to happen in their world because it affected them financially? And now they're all like billionaires living the high life, Beverly Hills and blah, 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 and their gated communities with all their security and cops protecting them. And they're like, I want to help. I want to help. Okay, well, help small businesses. The cities are dying. Literally. Now they're becoming other countries. Which, by the way, if you want to go there, fine. But denounce your citizenship from here. You are no longer an American. That's just, you're no longer an American. Plain and simple. And the fact that this is being allowed, and it's being allowed in the certain cities that are saying, this is the kind of life we're going to live if you pick me. Because the way we're doing it is the right way. We're smart. We know how to handle our money. Try to get an apartment in New York. We, we know how to handle our people and take care of everyone and let everyone in. Homeless of over 80,000 in one city alone in California. We are allowing people to express themselves to show how they're upset with people. Which, by the way, what percent do you think are bad cops? Because they're there. They're there. They're there. They're bad cops. would be... I mean, there's 800,000 of them, 2%, 5%. I mean, it's still enough to make an impact in a negative way in a lot of places, especially the places that have already high crime rates anyways, which causes high stress and high fear and high anxiety and high pressure, which makes snap things. Again, I'm not justifying anything, not justifying anything. They need to clean out and weed out the bad ones, just like the Harvey Weinsteins, just like the Bill Cosbys, just like R. Kelly. You have to say something when it happens and not turn a blind eye and then let it happen. And I'm talking to all of the people in the city structure because you know who they are. You hear the stories. I personally know in my experience, I have been mistreated by at least three cops mistreated to the hilt. I can tell you stories. I, I had to shower between a curtain with him on the other side and then he wanted me to show him my soap so he could see hair on it to make sure I was actually using it properly and I had to be in there with the water running for 10 minutes and then I had to wear a jump overall orange suit and lay on a mattress in a cell that they put me in at almost 2 a.m. because they spent over three hours booking me for public intox of 0.02 
0.2, or no, 0.01. It wasn't even legal. It was not legal at all. But because I had had any result at all, they said that was all they needed to book me. And I literally was there to bail out my brother, which is why it's so funny. You got to hear him tell the story from his perspective, because he's even funnier when he tells it. But, uh, oh yeah, mugshot. Oh, I was so ticked at him. And by the way, this cop had hit on me at a bar in Grinnell a few weeks prior. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I think I was probably like, my response, I don't have a poker face, so it was probably insulting, but I was nicely like, no, thank you. Like, I wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, I was not disrespectful, I, but I think my face was just like, <laughs> what? Like, oh, no, thank you. I appreciate that. Like, no. Yeah, so that happened. And I also had two women in the cell already. One was attempted murder, which I never did ask her. I should have asked her, but she didn't speak English. And then um, <clears throat> it had one metal toilet in the room with no privacy, but it was a metal toilet. So I finally get in there and I have to pee so bad. And you got to like pull your whole jumpsuit down and expose yourself. And then I'm peeing and it's like, <laughs> and they're looking at me like, I was like, I'm sorry, I gotta pee, it's really bad. I don't want to be here either. I've been sober for like three hours. This is ridiculous. Oh, then I had to go last in the morning. And then I found out my stepdad drove down there and tried to bail me out and they wouldn't let him. And then they he found out that if I have no alcohol in my system whatsoever, they can let me out. It's more like a drunk tank and not like a charge thing. But they wouldn't let him because it wasn't my money. I had to have the money on my person for it to count. And since he was bringing in money, they couldn't let him do it. And then they tried to coerce and force me to sign my guilty plea. And I was like, no, I'm not signing that. I'm not guilty. I didn't do anything wrong. I was like, that's ridiculous. And then I started just getting really obscene about it because I thought, you're doing this because I didn't want to go out with you. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I wish I bet they recorded it. Mugshot of like thumbs up and smiling. I'm like, it's stupid. Meanwhile, my brother's like, shut up. He's still getting it. He's in the holding cell, which because he had more warrants than. And he didn't even do anything. He was just a kid that they'd always find because they like hated us. I don't know. We were like the West Virginia wild ones of Iowa. I don't know. But anyway, we don't want to live there anymore. That's the only reason, though. Bad memories. Just try to be kids. We were all messed up. But anyway, that was just one. I have, I have more. But yes, there's crappy cops. Guess what? There's crappy doctors and nurses too. And you're going to be like, no, there's not. And I'm like, yes, there is. Haven't you seen Dirty John? What about that nurse like that was like killing all of her patients? And then the ones that are just like, whatever. Or the ones that look at it and be like, it's fine. And then you go home and you're like, blow up like time they sent me home with Zantac because I was having an appendicitis and they were like oh it's just gas here's some Zantac next morning my mom's like carrying me in because I'm like they get me on the table and it like ruptures I was like Shh. and then my whole like chest cavity swelled and I couldn't breathe the next day after I was home 
and they had to like ambulance me because they ended up getting like some co2 or something up under my diaphragm or something from the surgery i don't know but it like man it felt like all my ribs were if i don't know if all your ribs were broken if it'd feel like this but i think that's what it would feel like because i have had like a bruised rib once and i was just like i think this would be like broken ribs anyway then i don't know what are they a couple percent too but you know they still practice um let's see what else oh teachers there's some bad teachers oh that was a teacher for one of my kids i was like really and we had to sit down i'm like you're why are you busting my kids ball? like what did he ever do to you like geez poor kid he's a good kid and here this kid is he's like this was like four years ago five years ago He's like above the influence presidential awards 4.0 two straight years top whatever 10 kids out of 450. I'm like this boy's like and he's a master like I think he's gonna he talked about possibly looking at maybe being an attorney because he I was like you should join a debate team because he's so smart mm, he's so smart about like picking up on things and uh anyway she was just like like oh anyway there was one out of all those years. So, I mean, what are, how many bad teachers are there? I don't know. Oh, but wait, you got those teachers that, like, do kids stuff with their kids. I forgot about that. Oh, there's those kind, too. Like, the hot for teacher stuff. Same with doctors and nurses and psychiatrists and people like that, probably, too. So, let's just say 5% of the people in this world are bad. They're just bad people. Bad soldiers. I mean, you saw Platoon. Um, What else? Come to me, come to me. Here we go. Business guys. Harvey Weinsteins. Bill Cosby kind of people. I mean, they're just bad people. And I think that if we could just get rid of the bad people, like, not get rid of them meaning, like, kill them or anything, but I'm like, accountability to the hoot. Like, if you got somebody in your office that is just a anchor, just weighing you down and just like, ugh, like, miserable person or whatever, just hold them accountable. Be like, look, I don't know what your problem is, but you either need to get in shit or get off the pot because you're dragging me down and I don't want to work here. You're making it ruined and my boss won't confront you. So this is what we're going to do. Like, I mean, I'm not. I'm guilty. And, you know, I'm trying to be fair to some of these people in Hollywood that turned a blind eye. Only because I know that I've never turned in a couple of bad things that when I look back on it now as an adult in reflection to me are severe enough that it probably wasn't a one-off like I'm gonna guess that there's probably more victims out there that sadly uh, but for what it's worth ladies I am very very sorry because I carried the burden of the shame for like 33 years so for 33 years I thought I was just in a bad place because I had so much like I was dealing with so much mental illness things that were happening that I I somehow thought it was my fault so again I'm not justifying it but maybe maybe there's reasons that people can carry on and do totally horrible things that yes in some cases did they die no they didn't die However, a part of them did 
when you stripped that from them by thinking that your life and your immediate gratification was worth more than their validation or worth. So yes, I do think it's just as bad. And I think we need accountability and I think we need to know. And I think that if it's happening, it needs to stop. And there are people that are in that immediate situation that could have an impact if they would just say something. Like, and I'm not saying you necessarily have to call the cops, but figure out what the best plan to do is with that situation. Because I've had people come to me and we're in situations of like, okay, what are the outcomes? What are the possibilities? What, what's the worst could happen if I do this? What's my option to do this? Because I know that this is wrong on a level that's hurting other people in a way that is not fair. So therefore I'm going to do more than just turn my eye or get paid because Let's be real. There's 8 billion people in this world, and I'm sure there's just as many talented business runners as the ones that we were doing. And I'm not saying Bill Cosby didn't do genius work. He did. That's why everybody loved him. But then that problem should have been hushed and fixed immediately so that he could have the mental health to figure out why he did it once. And I'm not blaming the women on this one because I think the women told. I think there was a lot of people that stood up for it. They were hushed because nobody, no one wanted to hear it. Because by admitting it, it meant it was real. And if it was real, then you had to deal with it. And too many people didn't want to because there was too much on that train. And I get that. It's like deleting your Facebook account. Well, how are you going to have what, you know, what you think is important to you in all this world and all this access and all these people and all these opportunities of promoting yourself and saying what you want to have and being heard and da 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 you know? So I, I get it, but at the same time, I don't because it needs to stop and it can get help. And around here, obviously, there's a lot of hushing because he did it for over 35 years. What if they hushed it up and stopped it and then followed him around so he never did it? I don't know. Give him bodyguards to protect himself from others or to hurt others. I don't I don't know. I don't know how to justify it. Throwing him in jail, sure, but even that. I think every lawyer in America should be told not only do they have to do IOLTAs, but I think that they should also have to take on one criminal case per quarter. And let all of your interns and law students and everyone help you that you're working with in your, in your firm and pull up cases of people in the prisons closest to where you are representing people that either go there or don't and help reevaluate and make sure that the people in there should be. And also how we can restructure the entire infrastructure of jails and prisons so that they became more of a rehabilitation whether they ever leave or not so that we can learn and understand and develop the patterns as to why they do what they do I don't know and if it's not violent and it wasn't hurting others or themselves I don't know like I just think there's a lot of like if you're an addict but you weren't dealing it you weren't hurting anyone you weren't stealing and beating and torturing and like you were just in there because you were doing it. I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. So again, change my mind. Tell me a story that helps me understand your story because 
most of my things are usually based on stories because I have an experience in the subject one way or another to at least be able to apply enough empathy to it so that when I share my story, I hope everyone's like, oh yeah, well, I guess her reason makes me more plausible to believe that it should be at least like this if I don't research something different, you know? So yeah, I love talking to my daughter. She's awesome. And I feel like I'm educating her on a lot of things too. She didn't realize that things about San Francisco. She didn't realize the things about Seattle. She didn't realize Chicago or New York. And when I talked about, you know, how much it costs to rent a place there or to live there or to get around there. And I mean, that's, that's, that's the, pro that's the proposal for me. It's not words, it's actions. And I can see the, con the cities that you're currently in charge of or running or have control over. And it, it really isn't something that I would ever want to be a part of and several of them I'm never going to go to now because I had always wanted to and now I do not. I do not want to see that city at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the business owners there and all the cute little tourist places I'd probably find along the way and all those special places that give it the charm and the that heart of that city that's been there for you know hundreds of years. Those, those dives or those hole in the walls or those little special treasured places that everyone knows is what made that city and yeah, I'm not going. Mm -mm. Sorry. Everything's getting destroyed, even our history. Notice, though, Auschwitz is still there because they never want you to forget it happened because if you forget something that happens, it will repeat itself again. And you don't believe me? A hundred years from now, it could. I am such a history buff now. I read so much history and I do not read it from where it's being told to me. I read it through all Smithsonian, National Geographic. I love to just reference Wikipedia and start clicking through into there. I mean, there's all kinds of like .orgs and city sites and local sites of like historians and people that tell you things and you can totally paint pictures of like, wow. It makes you understand zip codes a little bit better too because it's zip codes. It's, it's, it's that. But anyway, I am going to go spend the evening, my last evening, before I go back to work with my family. Thanks for listening. And there you have it. Another episode of Oh Hey Heather. I hope it has made you think of a story of your own or how you could relate to this one. Or if anything, just something you could enjoy. Thanks everyone and have a great one.